Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the TMOS Boss Show. And in today's episode, forgive me if I sound a little tired and if I mess up throughout this podcast episode. It's uh, it's it's almost 1 a.m. And I don't know, like, I'm just, usually I'll be, like, a little bit awake, you know. But no, I'm just, I'm, I'm really tired. So forgive me if I sound a little sluggish, my fault. But I wanted to get this podcast episode done, so... But anyways, no, I wanted to talk on this uh, this um, Joe Button clip of him going off about Drake and things and his new album, and then him hanging out with Kai Sinat and stuff. I, I wanted I wanted to talk on that. I wanted to talk on Joe Button as an individual, and then I also wanted to talk on why I think it's just a bad career move to beef with Drake because I I found like this uh this website. Um, shout out to uh, thethings.com, but they have this uh, article where he talks on all of like Drake's uh, popular beefs. And hold on for a second. Let me see uh, if Wikipedia, if they have um, anything. Uh, personal controversies, feuds. Okay, so they, they do have um, feuds. So, uh, um, was it Ledge? They, um, he got into a physical altercation with Chris Brown. I'm like, dang, I was like... I knew they had beef, but uh, but they did do that song together. So it's like obviously yeah, the beef had ended and things. But but no, overall though, they're I because Wikipedia they just got where it's just like multiple paragraphs. They ain't got like the names and things because I ain't trying to read into all that stuff. So but anyways, um, but no, overall. So for those that don't know what's going on, so yeah, Joe Button. Um, for the for those that don't um know who he is, uh, used to be a rapper, retired from rap um got into a uh, podcasting because with podcasting yeah there is more money into it like yeah if you're if you look at like how much money somebody that owns a popular podcast how much they make versus somebody that um is a rapper and then if you're signed to a record label you most likely ain't gonna be getting all that money because you probably having to pay for studio time the music um or the beats uh, you're gonna have to, yeah, you're paying for a lot of different things, and then you might have to be paying for a writer and all that other stuff, depending on if you are that type of artist and things, but anyways, yeah, most likely you're having to pay for a lot of that money, or pay for a lot of that stuff just to create an album, and then, yeah, you know, you ain't gonna really see all the money that you wrote, that you w- should be making when, uh, you know, you're, yeah, you're getting into music and things, so anyways, yeah, doing a podcast, there's definitely, uh, much more, uh, money and opportunities within that. But so uh yeah, um Joe Button, he retired from rap, got into podcasting. 
um got most of his fame uh from the one podcast i don't even think that podcast is even a thing anymore because i haven't heard anything from them um everyday struggle uh podcast let's see real quick podcast yeah i don't think they're uh they're doing any things anymore because i was like yeah they're um they're just yeah they're they're not they're not doing things with that podcast anymore i was like they used to it was some years ago but after that it was uh, i felt like after joe button had left that podcast because he he got most of his fame from that podcast i felt like the fame started when uh because yeah dj academics was on there i can't think of the girl's name um but yeah she um had like stuff to say too that was important like they were like the right people to have on that podcast you know dj academics was gonna bring what he needed to the table the girl she was gonna bring what she needed to bring to the table because she was like i feel like that girl it was like yeah she definitely if i knew i was a loud individual talking about joe button and then you got dj academics where he's gonna say some stuff that's gonna upset somebody she was like that person to kind of like calm everybody down i think there was a couple of times though where she did get mad but it was like she had a right to it's like when you got somebody like dj academics and joe button on your side yeah that, that girl she had a right to get mad it's like that would be that would be the most stressful job if anybody was the realest person on that show it was her all right so shout out no what was i i need to know what was her name i i feel like if i'm gonna like show respect to that girl i i, I feel like i need to actually uh show respect so everyday struggle show um nadaska alexis is that her name no nadeska alexis i look bro i'm i'm not good with names all right so but anyways yeah she was definitely like she she no she was the realest on that show all right so but anyways joe button built um most of his fame uh off of that show and then I felt that the one um, episode that really went viral was uh, when he was going off on the rapper Lil Yachty for being happy. And it was like, I, I get what Joe Button was trying to say and what he was trying to put in his mind. But it's like the way he was just wording it. It was like, you just came off as a old dude just yelling at a younger guy. And I'm like, it's it's stuff like that where it's like, yeah, that that's how, that's how most people are going to view it. You know, where it's like, you got one of the biggest rappers in the world on your podcast and you're yelling at him for being happy it's like how, how do you think people are going to look at that they're going to be looking at it like you're crazy and then they're also going to be laughing at you so it was like that i but after that though it was like i i feel like my opinion don't even matter if he wanted to yell he has the god-given right to yell at whoever he wants to yell at and stuff but so anyways um so yeah yadi um did like an episode of everyday struggle when um joe button was on there and then from there, it just skyrocketed. And so um, everybody was tuned in to uh, Everyday Struggle just to see if Joe Button was going to snap about some stuff. Because he was like, Joe Button, that's one thing that you guys need to know about him. He is extremely vocal. Like that, he ain't going to hold back. He's going to tell you how it is. He's going to tell you how he feels. So anyways... He was, like, doing that every episode. There was even, like, side videos where he was be yelling at, like... Because it was uh, Everyday Struggle. It was owned by... Um, I'm pretty sure some of you guys might have seen this uh, um, social media. I think it's a magazine, but they I've known them for, like, social media. But there's this uh, um, social media account called Complex. They're, like, this big business. And so they own um, the, uh, the podcast Everyday Struggle. And, uh, yeah, there was, like, even Complex, they was uploading videos where, like, 
um, bro was like going off on like other workers and stuff. So eventually he left. He realized that, you know, he most likely he can make most of the money and stuff um, if he has his own podcast. So eventually, yeah, he did come out with the Joe Button podcast. And, or is, is it the podcast or the show? I, regardless, he came out with his own podcast, um, had these two guys on there that were uh, they ended up creating their own podcast because I think they yeah, they had I think they did have some conflict with uh, Joe Button. I forgot to like really look into that because I, I actually wanted to see what that was all about, like why they really left and see if they came out and talked about any things. I think their names was Rory and Maul. So, um, but yeah, um, Joe Button, when I like, look, when I tell you guys that this man is vocal, he ain't just vocal on like stuff that's like kind of happening in the outside world. He's vocal with people right there to their face. And I'm like, fam, even when he was on that everyday struggle show, he would yell at DJ academics about stuff. I think there was at times when he was yelling at the girl about stuff. And then even on his own podcast, he was yelling at his own um, people on that show about stuff. Now he kind of got like some guys on there where they're like, like, you know, like, they're the, the yes-mens and stuff, where it's like, you know, because even the video where they showed of him going off about uh, Drake's new album and Drake hanging out with Kais and that, they're like the clip that's going viral of him now. Like, they're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, they just, because the thing is, is this, if I know I'm making good money and all I just got to do is just say, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are not there for me. They're not going to care about what I have to say. They're only there for him. He's the talent. He's And I'm just kind of like, you know, uh, 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 one of those, you know, how like in TV shows where people, they like, they just kind of do like reactions and stuff. They don't really like, especially like 90 shows and stuff. But you'll see like that one guy, he'll like, I, I can't really like show you since it's, you know, since audio and stuff. But um, I, I might do like a comedy skit or something like making fun of how those guys, but like, they didn't have like lines or anything. They just... They just made, like, facial expression. I don't know why I just made the facial expression as if, like, you guys can see it and stuff. But anyways, yeah, that's, like, pretty much, like, what those guys are right now and stuff. So, but, um, no, uh, so... Yeah, Joe Button, he does, uh, this podcast. So, no, 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 actually, no, no, let me, let me, let me backtrack, let me backtrack. So, Drake comes out with a new album. Has a lot of different, um, uh, ways of, like, promoting his album. And one of the ways he promoted it was hanging out with, uh, Kai Sinat. Now, my thing is, is this. Me being me, alright? I'm a big, uh, content creator. You know, and there's all these different artists that want, um, that appeared on my, uh, um, on my streams from Offset, 21 Savage, uh, freaking who else? Um, wasn't it the uh, no, I, I'm trying to think, it was somebody else that appeared on uh, wasn't it the one dude? He's um, he's currently dating uh, Adele. Hold on for a second, I, I, I need to look up that guy's name. Um, Rich Paul, hold on, Rich Paul Kai, wait, Kai Sinet. Cause he was on, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was, yeah, he was on his, uh, um, on his uh, stream and stuff. And I think there was at one point where uh, Adele had like called midstream, I believe. And so I thought that was pretty. I think that, yeah, that's just something that kind of just stays in your head. Like you ain't gonna forget no stuff like that. But so, anyways, but yeah, I'm saying you have all of these big name people appearing um, on Kai Sinat stream, and then from the last person being uh, Offset. So I imagine like, yeah, Offset. 
um most likely yeah still because it's like yeah i'm pretty sure if you guys remember like the migo origin days and stuff one of their biggest collaborators that they ever had was drake so i imagine yeah drake um you know got in contact with offset was all like hey can you give me kai Sinat's number I'm, I'm just i don't know i'm i'm gonna just say i think that's how it went down but I'm pretty sure, yeah, Drake and Kai Sinat, eventually they came in contact. Kai Sinat either flew out or Drake flew him out to uh, appear at one of his shows, which, he, um, yeah, Kai Sinat did. But but let, let's just stop right there. Now, Joe Budden is mad at the fact that um, Kai, or yeah, that Drake is hanging out with Kai Sinat. Because, yeah, Drake, I guess, is, uh, he's turning, I guess he's going to be turning 37 here soon. And, yeah, um, Joe Button doesn't approve of him uh, hanging out with a 20-something-year-old guy. My thing is, is this. When you hit that legal age of 18, you're an adult. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. That man's living on his own. Talking on Kai Sinat. Drake's living on his own. Why is it an issue if two, if there, and my thing is this, regardless of whether it was just a publicity stunt to promote his album and Kai Sinat was doing it just to promote his streams, regardless, either way, at the end of the day, it's a win-win situation if it's that or if it's two friends just wanting to hang out. And I'm like, my, my thing is, is this, how is that any different than, let's say, if Drake became friends with somebody that's like 60, 70 years old, you're going to look at 60, 70 year old man and tell him to hang out with whoever he wants to hang out with? I'm saying like that, that to me just don't make no sense. I'm not going to uh, have no grown man telling me who I should, um, who I should and shouldn't hang out with. I'm like, fam, I my, I feel like that, I don't know, maybe it's a jealousy thing, and I'm not, you know, the thing is this, I'm not trying to take away no success from Joe Button's career, but my thing is, is this stuff, you, and, and then I think that's another thing that he was talking on now, also, that I think, yeah, I'm gonna just transition into that, was, um, I guess, like, how Drake was rapping, like, he felt that he didn't do a whole lot on this album, like, it was pretty much making it seem like that it was, uh, it, it wasn't a good album, and stuff, my thing is, is this, that, that was something that I was thinking on earlier, is that, I do feel that what music is today, it's a lot easier than what music was, um, years ago, because you really had to be creative with your music in order to take off, but I feel that if you can come out, and, and that's the thing, where it's like, music ain't that much different from how it was, like, yeah, you would hear, like, a lot of, like, storytelling songs and all that, but I feel like that, like, that house party, like, type music, you know, like, that's music that's going to attract a crowd, now, my, my thing is, is this, if you're a rising musician, I'm not saying that Drake is right. He, yeah, that man, he done, yeah, he's, he has risen. He is, he is the best. He is at like his prime time of his career and stuff. But my thing is, is this, if you're trying to attract people, not just one person, but people, what are you going to come out with? You're going to come out with music that you can turn up to, turn up to at a club. Okay. That's what music is today. You go back 30, 40 years, and if my thing is this, and there was nothing wrong with coming out with storytelling music, because that's some of my favorite. I feel like if you could come out with a song and you're storytelling, which is something that Drake has done, which is something a lot of artists have done, they just have different ways of doing it. But my thing is this, if you can do some stuff like that, you're a talented artist. Drake has done that. But my thing is this, he 
Everybody knows that if you can come out with the, because look, they're still playing Hotline Bling. They're still playing. Let, let's just look up um, some of Drake's. Uh, like, I'm just going to look up Drake and see if they have like uh, different um, things of his like music listed somewhere. I mean, even with his last album. Okay, so yeah. Uh, you got, hold on, you got One Dance, that song came out in 2016, that's like the first song that they show when you search his, uh, music up on, uh, uh, Google, you got God's Plan, uh, uh, Freestyle that he did this year, Rich Flex, a song he came out with last year, Laugh Now, Cry Later, which came out in 2020, Passion Fruit that came out back in 2017, like, you got all these songs that came out in all these different years and periods, I know there's at times where I'm even listening to some of, uh, Drake's old music and things, because he is a hit maker, the man makes hits, that's why they put him on this in the same conversation as Michael Jackson, because this man makes hits. Now, I'm not saying that he's better than Michael Jackson. I'm not saying that he's going to succeed. Well, obviously, yeah, with numbers and stuff. I mean, yeah, he is. But the man is a hit maker and he knows how to promote his music. Because my thing is this, getting back to this, like, what type of crowd you're trying to attract. Are you trying to attract a crowd or are you trying to attract one person? And I feel like Joe Button wants to be that one person. But it's like you have to understand how much money do you think he's going to make by you being the only person in this world listening to his album versus the 70-something million monthly listeners that he has on Spotify. At the end of the day, you ask Drake that question, who do you want listening to your music? Joe Button or the 78 million people that support your music? I'm saying at the end of the day, I'm like, you you sit down and think about it on paper, imagination, however you want to place it, you're going to take them 78 monthly listeners. I'm saying like that, he has to understand that Drake is not going to care about his opinion on his life. And, and, and it wouldn't be no different if Joe or if Drake was to come out and say something about Joe Button's life. I'm saying like at the end of the day, it's like, look, that's that man's life. And I think that's what like what because I've dealt with people like Joe Button before where they want to say an opinion about somebody is if you've sat down and you've had a whole conversation with me to know who I am as a person. So therefore it's like, oh, you know, you just, all you've done is listen to my music. All you have done is just seen my content. That is it. You don't know nothing about me based off of the content that I put out. And you haven't spent, what, he's 36, 37 years old talking on Drake. You haven't been in my life for no 36, 37 years. So it's like, how do you know everything you need to know about me to put me in this group of people that you don't like in your head? I'm like, look, here's here's the thing with Joe Button. Joe Button is a very angry person for no reason. I've seen people like him. I've dealt with people like him. And do you think at the end of the day, do you think people are going to want to be around that? I, I want to overall see what Drake's response was to that uh, video that went viral and stuff because it, it just, it, it made no, it made Made no sense for Joe Button to go off on uh, Drake in the first place and stuff. So that's um, so he goes on to say, um, at Joe Button, uh, because he I don't know if he was 
uh, commenting this on Wolf DJ Academics posted. I don't know um, where Drake had commented this, but he goes on to say, Add Joe Button, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip because this is actually what pays your bills. For any artist watching this, just remember you are watching a failure give their opinion on, on, on his idea a receipt. Um, recipe for success a quitter give um their opinion on how to achieve achieve longevity you switch careers because the thing that pops into your brain had you broke living uh check to check and why he spelled check like that i was all like check hey what what and i was like okay check to check i i, I hurry up then i correct i i, I auto corrected in my head but anyways and the raps you write have 450 minutes showing up to your shows in dusty um nc jeans to screw up their face to mood music 29 and pretend you are the goat please to any artist that's doing what they're uh, what they feel is right don't let these opinions affect your mindset after the fact this guy is the poster child of frustration and surrendering you retire and we never hung up your jersey we don't even remember your number we know that <laughs> dang <laughs> he we know you're doing um you we know you for doing this you withdrew from rap not because you accomplished all you need it's because it wasn't working for you i never want anybody in this generation to think that the whole everybody's entitled to their opinion is a real thing this is a man projecting his own self-hate and the fact i did and continue to do everything he wanted to do for himself if you need it put in simpler terms i own a 600 a 767 what? Oh, a plane. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like a 760. What's a 760? I was like, oh, a plane. I was like, oh, okay. That's that's cool, Drake. Just just show off on everybody. All right. So he owns a modest house in the 973 and fries first class on spe first class on special occasions. Dang. So he just he just went off on him. But see, that's the thing though, where it's like beefing with drake i just feel like yeah it's good publicity but at the same time remember the last time uh joe button when you got into some beef and you had people driving past your house making fun of you you having to chase down some teenagers talking about i'm gonna fight you or stab you or something like that he see he said something threatening to them and things but let, let's just name off that's something that i wanted to do let's just name off all the people that drake has beefed with all right start so shout out to this website called the things.com but so the first person um that they show on the list it's like a top 10 so they're all like the first person um that they show is common who listens to common no disrespect to common but who be said i'm pretty sure common got some good music but do you think anybody in this day and age whether it when it comes to drake or common do you think anybody in this day and age people that woke up bright and early to listen to drake's music do you think they doing that same thing for common no they're not moving on to the next person tyga Tiger, he done came out with some hits, but I felt like it was a long time ago. But I'm saying, like, at the end of the day, I, I don't know. Like, they, he, I feel like, they, yeah, it was like he, he must have said this, like, early on in the career. But he ain't saying that now because he knows how um uh, many Drake fans is out there and stuff. And it's just, it's not, to me, it's not. And I even think that, um yeah, this, this old common stuff 
it was yeah they said in 2011 that was like far that that wasn't drake today that was like drake where there was other rappers around the time where it was like yeah you didn't know whether or not drake was gonna be a successful rapper at the time being yeah he came out with some good music but you didn't think he was gonna be here like almost uh you um like yeah it was like bro it's like almost 20 years later and stuff so but anyways um and then yeah same with taika it's like i think this was like early on in his uh career and stuff hold on for a second when this uh come out it was like 6 p.m in new york uh did this come out yeah that was like 2015 that was like okay like we knew drake was a big deal at that point because it was like yeah when he came out for that um uh, i think it was like sorry if um sorry if i'm late or what was that what was, if you're reading this it's too late all right so yeah when he came out with that it was like oh oh okay yeah it was like you know no that drake he coming in he coming out with some more hits uh ludicrous i'm saying yeah ludicrous don't get me wrong had the early 2000s when ludicrous was really when he was making music bro it was something that it was like it, it was it was it was special you know like that's like what i felt like the last generation what they were listening to then my generation you know we listening to drake and stuff but yeah it's like ludicrous but yeah he um he called out or they was like drake he called out ludicrous and there was like ludicrous was not happy about this and retaliating the diss track uh bada boom saying that drake is softer than pillsbury dough boy yeah that i don't feel like that the feud between the two and then drake let Ludacris know that he had a lot of love for the um for him at the 2017 billboard music okay so yeah they they chill and uh there was like diddy um he allegedly laid hands on drake and i'm like yeah no nobody didn't really in 2014 it was yeah a rumor but it's like you don't know whether or not it was like on some serious stuff and things kendrick lamar i had to say that probably be the only person that i think when it comes to like if if there was gonna be somebody out there that was gonna get into a beef and actually end drake's career it's gonna be kendrick i was like out of all kendrick jay-z um uh and uh, okay so I'll, I'll continue going down the list because there are some other people and stuff but yeah those are like the next two and i you know the thing is is that because jay-z and drake they've done music before so that's why it's like their beef is kind of like it's weird like but i think even on this website they say it's more so a, a competitive beef like they it's like a friendly competition i feel like so i i, I wouldn't really call it a beef but Pusha T, now, Pusha T, I do feel like that he was, alright, so if I could explain it, um, like in wrestling terms, I feel like that Pusha T was, um, the Shawn Michaels to Undertaker, while Undertaker being Drake and things, like, he put on a good, um, you know, fight, talking on Pusha T, but he didn't come out on top. You know, like, if anything, I just feel like that he more so elevated Drake's career and stuff to where now it's like Drake got a whole, like, yeah, I mean, it was like, yeah, he has a whole kid and he, you know, really didn't want, like, the world to know about it, which is something that I can understand. It's like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there where they don't want um, people to, like, know about their uh, kids and stuff, so more so talking on celebrities and things, but, um, 
Yeah, I just feel like that Pusha T, like, even though he was dissing him, all all you just did was elevate his career. Now people got even more. You got those people out there where they weird about that type of stuff where they want to pay attention to a person's personal life so much. And now that they know that Drake got a kid, then it's all like, oh, well, we got to know about the kid. We got to know what the kid doing. We got to post about that. Now they got now they got something to post about um Drake and things. They're all like, oh, his kid just did this. Oh, we got to post about it, like talking on TMZ and things. But even after that drama, I remember where and because you see a Drake concert you see everybody going crazy at that concert I remember when I was uh, watching the push it was a clip of a Pusha T concert bro there's people throwing like beer and um like drinks at him and stuff and I'm like this is the same man that just dished Drake and this is how he's getting treated at his concerts that that ain't good bro Kanye on the other hand I'm like yeah I I don't I don't think that he he's beef with Drake but I just don't think that Kanye is uh, like a, a threat to uh, Drake and things like I just yeah, Kanye is Kanye. So I just he's one of those guys where it's like I feel like Kanye kind of just self-destructed when it comes to a, a beef with somebody and things. So and Meek Mill, I, I think that was also like one of the like that that was one of the most one sided beefs that I have ever seen throughout, like, the history of, like, music beefs that I've seen throughout my lifetime and the ones that I've read about. That beef was so one-sided. I was like, bro, that's that's tough, man. I was all like, nah, I feel like Meek Mill, he, the thing is, is this. Yeah, there was, like, um, since then, they have collaborated, they've made up, but I just still feel like people, they bring that stuff up. Like, I feel like ain't nobody gonna let that go that, uh, Meek Mill got into a beef with, uh, Drake. So, I'm like, yeah, Meek Mill, I was like, that was, that, I think that really did show, um, what Drake was capable of and stuff when he, cause he came out, he came out with, like, three diss tracks. He came out with a diss track called Charged Up, another one called Back to Back, and then he came out with Summer 16, and I was like, bruh, that was, like, all hits literally hits especially summer 16 and then they was like chris brown um yeah they were and i think they was like they did that because um they both had like yeah chris brown he uh he dated rihanna and then drake he had love for rihanna she ended up going with uh asap rocky so it was like i think those guys i think they just came to the realization that it was like yeah you know it ain't worth it to be carrying on like that and stuff so yeah it's just they ended up um being cool with one another but yeah, I, I just feel like that all these different beefs that they not mentioned, probably the only one where it, it would, I would have to say it would be more so a draw when it comes to Kendrick Lamar and Drake beefing and things. It's a draw between them. But everybody else, it's like, yeah, it, it's literally Drake. Drake is on some Undertaker stuff. Like, he, he is undefeated when it comes to beefs. Like, even I feel like, because I'm a Kendrick Lamar fan, but I feel like even with Kendrick Lamar, like, when you talking hits, like, even when you talking on, like, the, like, all the album projects that they've done, like, Drake, he done put out a lot of projects since from when Kendrick Lamar put out his last project all the way to, not, with, not this, like, the last one he just did, but the second to last one all the way up until the last one that he did yeah it's like how many things have drake came out with i'm like from features albums i'm collaborations i'm saying like yeah drake he didn't did a lot he done did a lot so it's it's one of those things where it's just yeah i i just don't see a beef with drake being a good idea I uh, that's that's just something where i'm like nah it's like you gotta be smarter than that if you're gonna be beefing with somebody beef with somebody else 
but beefing with Drake, that's a bad business move, bruh, so, but anyways, and that being said, I will talk to y'all later, thank you guys for watching and or listening, stay tuned for the next episode, follow me across all social media platforms, at Boss. thank you guys, and peace.